Welcome to the Succeed with Content Strategy podcast, the show that shares knowledge and insights into applying content strategy principles to your marketing and professional efforts. I'm your host, Rebecca Stewart, content strategist, content strategy coach, and co-founder of Content Academy. In this podcast, I share the latest trends and get the inside scoop from business owners, marketers, and content strategy professionals on how their content is propelling them forward. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let's start learning how we can succeed with content strategy. Hello, and welcome to episode 11 of the Succeed with Content Strategy podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Stewart, and today's topic is about how user experience architects work with content strategists and vice versa. Now, this is a topic that is always come about since I've been in the agency world. And it's always, who does what? Why do you need a content strategist? How does a content strategist support a UXer? How does a UXer support a content strategist? And so today, my guest is a former colleague who I worked with at Manifest Digital. And she is a fantastic user experience architect. And we worked really well together. I knew what I needed to provide her to help her design an experience for websites that was going to work. And I think that's just a big question that people have. A lot of times too, when I would work at the agencies, the first question I would ask a new user experience architect or UXer who came in and say, have you ever worked with a content strategist? And nine times out of 10, they would say no. And then once we started working, they thought, oh, this is so great. I'm so happy to have a content strategist there with me to help me think through this process for the user. And so that was a key point in my career. And one of the reasons why I started Succeed with Content Strategy is to help bring this profession to light and to explain how it helps so many different people within the digital team to create great experiences. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. This is great information to help you understand that you're not alone, that other people out there don't know what content strategy is and how it helps them. So take time to enjoy this, get your coffee and enjoy the show. Welcome to my interview today with a very important person. She is a user experience architect whom I've worked with on several projects when working at Manifest Digital. And I would like to introduce you to Kami Ivy. Kami is a design research manager at Smile Direct Club, and she has been a user experience professional for years. Like I said, I worked with her at Manifest Digital, and we really just worked well together, and what ended up happening was our projects were successful. So welcome, Kami. Hi. Thanks so much for joining us. You are calling from Nashville. Yeah. We worked together when I was in Chicago, but I've been in Nashville for about six or seven months now. Oh, great. So I would love to hear and for you to share with the audience your story, your background of how you became a user experience architect and how you've evolved over the years. Yeah. My path was less traditional than some people who end up in the user experience design area. I graduated from college with a management information systems degree, not quite knowing what I wanted to do with that. Like I'm sure a lot of people graduate from college, not always sure, but I ended up working at a company called USAA. They provide financial services for military members. 
And I was hired on a team called the Enterprise Workflow Team, which probably doesn't mean a lot. Even at the time, I wasn't sure what that meant. But basically, the team maintained the systems that the customer service reps used to talk to the users, the customers. And my job was mostly to do things after the fact or reactive. What I found is that I was asking a lot of questions as to why we were doing things and why our customer service reps or customers needed certain things. And so I eventually shifted to the user experience team there where I had a chance to think more about the customer and how they were interacting with the company, mostly within our digital world, so the website. It was a great experience for me because I started getting exposed to just like really thinking about customers and their needs and how to take that along with the business goals and translate that into digital experiences that were meeting and exceeding needs and hoping to delight people along the way because quite honestly, financial services isn't something that's always exciting. But when you can get people the things that they need when they want it and make it a little bit more fun along the way, it's better for them in the long run. So when did all of that happen? About how many years ago was that? Well, that's going to age me, but that's okay. (laughs) So that happened 13, 14 years ago. Okay. So I love hearing that story because it's that, hey, I see a problem. I see a need and I can fill that role. And even today, I mean, that's something that's not going to end. The way technology changes and the way that people are interacting online, you know, if you just keep your eyes open and say, hey, I need to do this, this needs to be done, then you create a career for yourself. Yeah, I think that's important. So since that time, I've gone between user experience design and research because it's really trying to find that balance of what do people need and what are the things that they're not even aware of that they need yet and figuring out how to design experiences for them. And I do a lot with digital right now, so websites and apps and sometimes even with physical products. But as we're thinking long-term, that's going to evolve. Voice technology is something that's huge right now. People are able to use smart speakers, for instance, and basically just talk out loud to get their needs met. So how is that going to translate to what we're doing? And what are the things that we don't even know it's going to be out there yet? I think it's something that's really exciting to think about. Right. So after you worked there, then what was your next step? From USAA, I then moved to Chicago and I worked at Walgreens Health Services and Sears, basically in the same role. I was on internal teams where we were trying to make the experiences better for our customers. From there, I started at a company called RightPoint where I dipped my toe into consulting. And the thing that I really liked about that is that I was able to work across several different types of projects and different clients. So there was always a new problem to solve. And it also kept me learning about different areas and different types of people and their needs as well. After RightPoint, I started working at Manifest and that's where we met. And Manifest was even a better situation to work when it comes to working with different clients and across different projects. And Manifest was actually the first time that I was able to work with somebody who was more content strategy and not somebody who wrote content. And I think that there's a huge difference between those two roles. 
And what I noticed when we worked together is that we were able to really collaborate and come at the user experience in different ways. Because in my role, I can design something that is going to look really great. Maybe even the interactions are delightful. But if we're not getting the content and the messaging and the voice and tone right, then it's all a wasted effort. That just blows my mind that Manifest was the first time that you worked with some content strategists. And I love the fact that you said that it was a content strategist, not a writer. And I think people think, oh, you're a content strategist, you must be a writer. So I appreciate you saying that. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about that. I always love talking about how content strategists is there to serve so many different team members within your digital teams, the UXer, the project manager, the tech designer, the visual designer. So I'd love to get your point of view of how content strategy helps you do your job. Yeah, that's a great question. So where I work now, we don't necessarily have anybody that's in the content strategist role, even though we are looking for somebody to help with content strategy or to define our content strategy. But I do work with people who are very talented copywriters. And the thing that I've noticed is what we're missing is the collaboration up front. And so the way that our process typically works now, even though we typically have some type of kickoff where we're all coming together, but the different roles are still going their separate ways instead of doing a lot of collaboration up front. For instance, the UX team will work on the design and layout and maybe even overall strategy of the experience and then loop in the copy person. At that point, things are typically thrown over. And so the copy person goes away, writes something, comes back, gives it back to the UX lead. Then the UX lead looks at it, sees if it is going to work or if there's areas that need to figure out and then it's thrown back over. So what ends up happening is that it's tossed over the fence so many times until it seems like it's like, okay, this has happened long enough. This is good enough. Let's just do this and move on. So that really prevents the team from working together and really thinking about that user experience. And I think as a copywriter, they're not used to coming in and thinking about the larger experience. So it's not just what we're doing on a page. It's also what people saw before they got there, what they're going to see when they go away from the page. And so the messaging, what we're telling people, how we're setting them up, the voice and tone, that's really important to carry through. And so when we start doing it in piecemeal, it really kind of makes the experience disjointed. And so even though the copy itself might be something that is fantastic and hits the mark, when we don't start putting that all together and we're not doing it together as a team and collaborating, it's still going to create a disjointed experience. Right. It sounds like that it's a lot of back and forth and it's time consuming. So time consuming. And probably frustrating, especially for the writers, helping them provide them with the information they need you have to have a certain skill of understanding the user experience, but somebody has to explain it to them first. And even when we worked, because I used to work at RightPoint too in a different time, but sometimes when we were trying to fast track projects and we didn't have a content strategy or we didn't have that plan, then even the team wasn't on the same page. And so what one person thought we were doing, another person thought we were doing something completely different. And then it just doesn't work. Yeah. So let's talk about the big debate is who does information architecture? 
is it the UX person or is it the content strategist? I always say, well, anyone can do that. Of course, I'm going to say the content strategist probably has a better position to do it because we know every single piece of content because we did the content inventory and the content assessment. But I know what we did, the way that we work together is I had sketched out an idea and then we went into a room and said, okay, let's try to break this. What was great is that whole diverse way of thinking is I'm looking at it in a certain way and you're looking at it another way. And so we were able to refine that. As a UXer, do you appreciate that type of collaboration or are you more, hey, let's just go off and do our own thing and then come back? I prefer the collaboration. I really do think that there might be aspects of it that the roles are going away and thinking about it. And maybe there's a little bit of that upfront, but I think that regardless of who the roles are on a project, but especially when we're talking about content strategists and the UX designer, if we don't have that collaboration, then I feel like it's not going to contribute to something that's going to be really strong. And I liked exactly what you said. And our approach was, okay, so here's what we think it is and let's break it. We need to put that thought in together and approach it from different angles. Does this make sense from an organizational perspective when we're thinking about the entire website or experience? And then how are our users coming through and what are the paths that they're taking? What type of information do they need to see? What's high level and what do they need to dig down? So there's a lot of work that goes into it. Yeah, and I think that's a key point too, is that content strategists need to think about the user too, just because we don't have user in our title. The number one thing as a good content strategist is say, who's our audience? Who are we talking to? So I think that is something that people don't get that we're part of that. Yeah, I think that's a good point because I've had this conversation a few times about the title for user experience designer. And I feel like sometimes it's a little bit misleading because as a team is working on an experience, everybody is designing that experience for the users. And so I think that sometimes because it's part of the title, that other roles involved don't necessarily think about that they're designing for the user too. Right. So what are the key points or information that you expect a content strategist to provide you? What I expect from a content strategist is an understanding of how the content should be organized. And I think that rarely it's going to be the organization of a specific page or a specific set of pages, but most of the time it really should expand across whatever that experience is that we're designing for. So let's say, for example, that there's a product that we're selling. Well, we want to make sure that we're taking into account how people are getting to that product. Is it coming from social media? Is it coming from an email? Is it coming from organic search where they're landing on the site to get to that product? So with all of those different touch points, how are we talking to the customer and what are we saying about maybe the product itself? And all of that really should be something that's streamlined so that by the time the user gets to the product, they know exactly what it is that they're looking at. So I think it's the organization of content on specific page, but also across and knowing what that experience should be. I also think when we're looking at a page or looking at experience, knowing how we should be talking to our users is something that's really important, especially if we're talking to different types of users. So we have different personas. 
what are the things that is going to resonate with them and how are we going to say it? And all of that really does help impact how we're designing the page and the layout. So I think those two things are what comes to mind immediately. Yeah. So when you first started working with a content strategist, what surprised you the most of, hey, this is really great. Was it that or was it where have you been on my life? (laughs) (laughs) I think it was just the, the clear understanding of the content. So using Kroll as an example, it's like that clear understanding of all of the content that was on the site really helped drive our conversation deeper when we were talking about how it's organized and how people were coming to it. In a UX role, I don't always have time on a project to get to know every piece of the website and the content. And I really do rely on a content strategist to be able to help own that area so that we can take all that information and build something that's even better. Right. I think that's always been the big question too, is during discovery interviews, who, when you're talking to stakeholders and the audience of when you're asking specific questions, who goes to those interviews? And I would say, well, let the content strategists do it because they are there from the beginning, middle and never ending. And I always like having the UX person, but if you have to choose one, I always say, let the content strategists do the stakeholders to get all the business stuff figured out, all of that, and let the user experience person talk to the user and understand their needs. And then we come together and share everything because there is, especially when you're working in agencies, you're so bare bones that you have to divide and conquer. Our role is thinking about if it's a website, how are they going to be using this? How are they going to be managing that? So we need to understand that part. And I think that's a really good point that you make is I don't have time to do all this. Just help me get this information that I need to create a usable experience. Yeah, I think that having that information is so foundational to building something from that. When we're talking about interviews, I agree with you. If there's time and the resources for both a content strategist and UX designer to be involved in those interviews, I think it's great, but that's not always the case. I think as a UX designer, there's going to be other interviews that are happening. So some interviews up front as part of the discovery process to understand maybe what the current experiences are for the users. And then definitely down the road, as we do research to validate whether it's the IA content strategist, I think would be involved in that too, or validate the design direction, or even, you know, sometimes we have working sessions and bring people in to help co-design. So we always want to do as much research as we can. And so that does happen somewhat with our stakeholders, but it really, for the UX designer, it happens more with the users. Right. Well, I just know that working with you was fantastic. I feel like we came up with some great strategies and great experiences because we both asked each other questions and we had a common goal to make this the best experience possible. I agree. It makes the job fun and it makes for a beautiful and successful end products. So thank you so much. Kami, for taking time to talk about how you as a user experience work with content strategists. It was a pleasure working with you over the years. And I'm happy to know that there's a UXer out there who understands content strategy and who is constantly promoting that. That's a great, great to hear. Thank you. I obviously enjoyed working with you too. And it also opened my eyes up to what content strategy is, because before that I had just kind of heard about it. But being able to work with you 
really helped me to understand better how the two roles working together can create something that's really great in the end. Great. So if anyone wanted to get in touch with you, do you have LinkedIn that you want to share? Yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. My name is pretty unique. So just by looking up my name, you'll be able to find me. First name is C-A-M-E-Y. And last name is Ivy spelled I-V-E-Y. Great. I'll have a link on our page on SucceedWithContentStrategy.com as well. So again, thank you so much, Kami. It was great talking with you and keep promoting content strategy. Thanks, Rebecca. Hey, it's Rebecca again. Hope you enjoyed the last episode of the Succeed with Content Strategy podcast. If you are feeling inspired and you want to continue the conversation every day, I would like to invite you to join my Succeed with Content Strategy cohort. The cohort is on Facebook. It's a private group and you have to request to join, but it's a place where you can network with other content strategists, marketers, visual designers, copywriters, journalists who come together and talk about content strategy. It's a way for you to say, hey, I have an idea. What do you guys think of this? Bounce ideas off of people. It's a chance for us to come together and talk about a great topic, content strategy. So I look forward to seeing you on Facebook and remember to subscribe to the Succeed with Content Strategy podcast so you don't miss new episodes. So there you have it. A huge thank you to Andrea Clunder and Edwin Ruiz at the Creative Imposter Studios for editing the Succeed with Content Strategy podcast. Please subscribe so you can hear more interviews from people who are succeeding with content strategy.